0: what a night for kansas state what a night for the big 12 conference i'm pete mundo we got a special podcast underway here at heartlandcollegesports.com covering the big 12 conference as we do each and every day thanks for being here and thanks as always for being a part of the show Uh, the game obviously speaks for itself kansas state going to the elite eights after beating michigan state in one of the most epic basketball games that you will see Just look at this from a pure basketball perspective. This game had it all. It had several lead changes. It had injuries. It had star players balling out. It had star players getting injured and then balling out, in the case of Marquise Noel. You had storylines upon storylines. The legendary head coach, Tom Izzo, who's been to more sweet 16s than you can count. You have the first-year head coach in Jerome Tang bringing a team that was picked to finish last in the Big 12 Conference to a Sweet 16. He's got four players from New York City playing on the biggest stage in the world's most famous arena at Madison Square Garden. You had every storyline you could possibly put together for this game, and it paid off in what was clearly the best game of the NCAA tournament, and I don't see how it gets topped. Tell me all you want about Fairley Dickinson and Purdue, a 16-1 upset. I get it. That's a great story. Uh, but that was kind of an ugly game. Like, Purdue blew that game down the stretch to Fairley Dickinson. This was outstanding basketball. These two teams going back and forth, I, you know, they shot a combined nearly 50% from three-point range. This was clean basketball. There were not a lot of turnovers. Kansas State had five turnovers on the night. This is a team that was one of the worst turnover teams in the Big 12 all season long. It was clean. It was efficient. Great shooting. Big plays. Bank shots. I mean, the whole thing. You could not write this script. That's how good it was. And K-State, of course, comes out on top with the 98-93 to win over Michigan State in the Sweet 16 on Thursday night as they punch that ticket to the Elite Eight. And they'll be playing for a trip to the Final Four at the Garden Saturday, uh, early evening, late afternoon, whatever you want to call it, against FAU, Florida Atlantic. Now, the story of the game, of course, is Marquise Noel. Uh, The game that he put on, 20 points, 19 assists. That's an NCAA tournament record. Uh, He sprains the ankle. He comes back. And by the way, the ankle got stronger as that game went on. At first, I'm like, I don't know how Marquise Noel is going to compete. I don't know how Marquise Noel is going to be able to, you know, get through this thing. I wasn't sure if he was going to be able to do it. But he did it. And he got stronger and stronger and stronger. And it was so fun to watch. But here's the thing. You know, as I'm thinking about this game, a guy who is probably going to be forgotten. And I don't mean that as an insult. But when people think about this game a few years from now, even most K-State fans are going to think of, Marquise Noel, Kansas State does not win this game without Masood. Without Masood hitting, what, four of six from three-point range, Kansas State does not win this game. He had the huge baseline jumper. That was ultimately Noel's 19th assist. That was, of course, the record-setting 19th assist. Um, But he had some big three-pointers as well. Without the 15 points from Massoud, the Wildcats don't win. That guy hits some enormous threes in that game. And it's amazing how when you win a game, the storylines completely change. Like, K-State blew a five-point lead with 90 seconds left in regulation. Marquise Noel took some horrible shots over those 90 seconds. K-State got out of doing what K-State does over those 90 seconds of basketball— and it almost cost them a trip to the Elite Eight in one of the most epic games you're going to see. We're not talking about that. Now, we should because Kansas State is not going to get to a Final Four doing what they did the last 90 seconds of that game. I, you just you cannot afford to do that. But for now, we're basking in the glory of what was an absolutely incredible effort and an incredible game. Uh, for the Kansas State Wildcats, and for the Big 12 Conference at large. You just cannot beat what happened in that game, how impressive that was from uh, a basketball perspective, and what it means for Jerome Tang, who wears his faith on his sleeve. It is refreshing to see that from a guy at that level. He doesn't apologize for it. It might make some media members uncomfortable, but that's who Jerome Tang is. And Kansas State is going to let Jerome Tang be who he is. They should. They should. He says all the time he's a man of faith, he's a Christian, but he respects all faiths, and he wants guys to be a part of that. He wants to mold these young men beyond just winning games. It's refreshing to see this in college athletics. Compare Jerome Tang to Nate Oates, the Alabama head coach, who's got a player who allegedly is involved, not involved, but allegedly delivered a gun to a teammate, who ultimately, allegedly, I'm going to keep saying that word, killed a young mother. Didn't miss a minute of play. Now, Jerome Tang and Nate Oates could end up meeting in a Final Four. I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but I'm just saying that could happen. And what a comparison that would be. No one's going to actually tell that story because media would be afraid to tell that story. But they should tell that story because that's a worthy story to tell. Jerome Tang is running a clean Outstanding program that every Kansas State fan can be incredibly proud of. It doesn't mean he's not going to have kids that don't eventually screw up. That happens, you know, to college coaches all over the country. Um, But it's also how you handle these situations. And boy, is Jerome Tang just fun to watch and so easy to root for. This whole team is easy to root for. Now, the other part of uh, Thursday night that cannot be missed and should not be forgotten. This is a day that when we talk about the Big 12 and the future of the Big 12, this is the kind of day that is going to make a difference. Now, what do I mean by that? Yesterday was a dream for Brett Yormark, I believe. I haven't talked to him about it, but I believe that Thursday was a dream for Brett Yormark. We know that Brett Yormark wants to own college basketball in this conference. And he also wants to develop a coast-to-coast presence, including New York City. We've all seen the rumors about, you know, Big East teams maybe leaving for the Big 12 and kind of having basketball schools, having football schools, and going from there. We know that at least those rumors are out there. And frankly, I believe them to be legitimate rumors. Brett Yormark's a basketball guy. That's a background. He already knows he's got the best basketball conference in America. He's not going to beat the SEC at the game of football. But he believes when it comes to basketball, uh, that's where he can continue to build this brand of this league. Doesn't mean you forget about football, but really build it up on the basketball side. Get a lot of value out of the basketball contract, which has been undervalued in college sports, in his opinion, for a very long time. And I agree with him on that. And, you know, get a presence in New York. He's a New York guy. And, you know, go from there. So think about what Saturday included for the Big 12 and for Brett Yormark, who has that vision for this league. He got a partnership that was released and announced with Rucker Park. The Big 12 is going to operate youth clinics at Rucker Park for local youth in grades 6 and below. The clinics are going to be held multiple days, led by head coaches from men's and women's basketball programs in the Big 12 Conference. The Big 12 will host men's and women's summer exhibition games at Rucker Park, pending NCAA approval. The Big 12 is also planning a variety of entertainment enhancements and community engagements throughout the conference's Rucker Park activations. They are planting a flag in New York City at the legendary Rucker Park. Brett Yormark said in a statement, Rucker Park is one of the great landmarks in basketball as a cultural icon. We're excited to be able to bring Big 12 basketball to its court. He said, we're committed to growing the conference's footprint in a variety of ways, and we want kids across New York City to experience Big 12 basketball firsthand. That's what that vision is about, and it's a great vision. So think about that. That's how the day starts on Thursday. Then Thursday night, Kansas State wins the best game of the NCAA tournament so far. With four guys from New York City. In Madison Square Garden led by the face of the program, who is a New York City, a Harlem kid in Marquise Noel. You can't script this kind of stuff. This is as good as it gets. This is as exciting as you could ever, ever expect in one single day for the Big 12 and Brett Yormark based on what his vision is for this league and what he wants this league to be. As time goes on, and it's very clear, Brett Yormark's not going down to, uh, you know, a basketball court, a blacktop in Dallas or Oklahoma City or Kansas City. Guys going to Rucker Park for a reason. And then that very same night, as that Rucker Park deal gets announced, you have a Big 12 team in the world's most famous arena winning an epic game. Led by a New York City kid. What more could you ask for? And if you didn't see it, it's up on our Facebook and Twitter pages. And it's also on the website. Marquise Noel, back page of uh, the New York Post. And back page of the New York Daily News. The headline on the back page of the New York Post, the King of New York. And the back page of the Daily News, King of Manhattan, parentheses, New York and Kansas. (laughs) That's very good. I'm more of a post guy than a Daily News guy. But I'll give the Daily News the edge on that headline. Uh, That's very good. And I put this up on our Facebook page. Now, I I, uh, worked in New York for several years, as many of you know, at uh, CBS Sports Radio and WFN Radio and uh, Fox News, ultimately, before making the move out here to Kansas City. So uh, I saw some comments from K-State fans saying, you know, if it was any other team, They'd have K-State on the front page of the newspaper. Okay, just so you know, that's not how it works. I know we're fans and we all want to be offended by something, but that's not how it works. The front page of newspapers like the New York Post and the Daily News is for news. The back page is for sports. The front page is the front news story. The back page is the top sports story. That's how it works. I'm just letting you know that. I know many of you know that, and you're saying, Pete, I get it. I know, I know, I know. I'm just sharing that for those that may not. That's all I'm doing. Don't take it personally. All right? Please don't. It's not meant to be. (laughs) But uh, this is just everything Brett Yormark could ask for and then some. If you told Brett Yormark before Selection Sunday that this is how this would go, I bet you Brett Yormark would take only two teams in the Sweet 16 with last night's story over having four teams in the Sweet 16. At least I would, based on what his vision is. I would take only the two teams, K-State and Texas, with last night's results over having four teams in the Sweet 16 because of what that does for the branding of this league, what it does for Kansas State basketball, in a very short window on the biggest stage in the sport. And that's what Thursday night was all about. It wasn't just a great win. It wasn't just about Kansas State getting to an Elite Eight for the first time in five years. All that stuff is true. All that stuff is accurate. And I'm not taking anything away from what Kansas State accomplished. But Thursday could be one of those days that we look back on and we say that day was about more than just basketball. That day was about planting a flag in New York City. And what is still, I would consider, I know the talent out of New York is not what it was a generation ago most people would probably tell you that Washington DC and the surrounding area has more high school basketball talent depending on who you ask Uh, but still Rucker Park New York City 20 million people in the metro taking Big 12 basketball and the Big 12 brand uh, beyond being a Heartland brand and that's not a bad thing and I say that as somebody who runs a website called Heartland College Sports that covers the Big 12 having a national brand a national vision is going to be good for the future of this league. It's going to be good for competing and differentiating yourselves from the SEC, from the Big Ten. And that's what Brett Jormach has been tasked with doing. He's not going to put together football programs that will be better than the SEC right now. We'll all admit that, no doubt about it. Big Ten, similar problem. But what he can do is be younger, hipper, cooler, as they want to be, build that basketball brand and do it beyond the official footprint or the unofficial footprint of what we consider the big 12 being and that's what thursday was all about and what an absolutely outstanding day it was for kansas state and for the big 12 at large we should all be excited about what uh what it was about on thursday night at madison square garden and k-state looking to punch that final four ticket on saturday night hey uh on the podcast, do me a quick solid if you could before the weekend or on the weekend, depending on when you're listening. Subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and hit that five star if you could for me. It takes you two seconds. Leave a little review. If you want to do all that, we got free Heartland College Sports Koozies for you. I send them out every week all over the country. Uh, send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M U N D O, at HeartlandCollegesports.com. We'll get you a free Heartland College Sports Koozie in the mail. And I do this because this is how we keep outranking all the big dogs, ESPN, CBS, all the others, when it comes to Big 12 Podcasts. We're kicking their butt. It's because you're taking a minute out of your day to do that. And that's my way of saying thank you by sending you a little bit of a uh, gift in return. So we appreciate you guys. Have a uh, great day. we got plenty of more content coming your way this weekend on the website, on the podcast, on the YouTube channel. Go subscribe there. And we'll talk to you soon. I'm Pete Mundo, heartlandcollegesports.com.